winner. So I'm often like Popeye for spinach. Let me finish. I'm talking business. This how you get off your mess for beginner. I got some new shoes and they still in the box. If he don't pay dues, then he's still in the box. My strap never locked. I pull it like slaps. This is in him. I'm dripping like Vegas. Don't slide. Don't slide. This wrong way. Can I be free? This is how I feel. I'm in need of love, so let's sip a bottle of tea. I like this. I like this. I like this. I like how we got the Costner back with Malachi back there chilling in the little lounge area. We're gonna have hookahs coming soon. Like I said, we're gonna start doing free shots for the fall. It's about to get real lit. And we have a new show name. So, are you ready for our new show name? Can I get a drum roll? The name of the new show is called All on the Mic. Thank you. So without further ado, let's introduce to the hot seat, the kid. Come on out here, kid. Come on, this hot seat. Cool. Lava Carisha is proud to present our new show for the fall season of 2021, All on the Mic. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yes. Another round of applause for our guest in the hot seat all the way from North Carolina, the kid, one time. So, welcome, welcome to All on the Mic. You are the first guest in our new show set up to ten, take this 2021 year to out with a bang. So, it's an honor to have you here. Um, let's just jump right into it. Let's start with your influences. You are originally from North Carolina, but you claim Jersey and New York. I read that in your bio. Yeah, so. Fill us in, that's, that's different. Well, okay, so it's mainly because of like my mom's side of the family. Um, I stayed in like Charlotte for at least like five, like maybe like 10 years of my life. And then like after that, I kind of like bounced back between like there and like New York for like basically the majority of my life till about like, junior year of high school, then that's when I was like mainly in North Carolina for like, you know, till now type deal. Okay. So, cause your, your mother's side of family is from like the top. Yeah, they're, they're from up top. Okay, so yeah. who are your musical influences? Um, so I would say Tory Lanez, uh, Chris Brown, and The Weeknd for sure. Definitely. Cause I mean, I'm 20 years old. I was born in 2000. I'm a 2000s kid. I say that with all honesty. Um, cause people like to, you know, y'all crazy, like that, but y'all 2000 babies or something else. <laughs> I don't yeah. know whether to run, how my purse, like y'all crazy. <laughs> I mean, we just got a lot going on. A I lot. mean, a lot going on for sure. But I mean, how Mike was to Chris, that's how Chris was to me. Mm -hmm. So definitely like, those are my influences for sure. Okay. So I always ask artists when they come on the show, how they came up with their artist name. It's always like so intriguing when you talk to rappers and artists, y'all be having some crazy names, but the kid is like, you know, I like it. So how did you come up with it? What's the backstory? <sighs> okay. So about two years ago, I was in a relationship with this girl and 
I mean, I'm 18, had a construction job, making like three bands a week. You know, I was kind of like doing pretty well. Oh, that's really well. Um, but at the time, I was on probation and dealing with some issues. I got caught up in a situation in a bind. She wasn't as solid as I thought she was. <laughs> um, but I say that to say, like, that situation kind of like brought out a desire um, to kind of just like tell my story, not just with that situation in particular, but just like my whole entire life. You know, it can be like the littlest thing that can be like the catalyst to, you know, doing something great. Um, but I say that to say like, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to do, you know, do music and inspire people. So that's how you came up with the kid. Yeah, you know, King in Distress, like, it's kind of like a, a rallying call, honestly, in a way, you know. A king or a queen, you know, is supposed to like protect or lead people, but you know, nobody thinks about like if that person needs any help. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we always trying to lead and be so strong for other people yes. that we don't really give a second thought for like our own personal like well-being. Right. So like that's just kind of like something I want to <laughs> express with my music. I love it. Um, dip. Great song. Thank you. Dip dude. was, yeah, Dip, y'all gotta hear Dip. We definitely gonna put it in the interview so he can share it. Y'all can hear it at home. Was Dip, was that the song you first put that out that Actually, surpassed 50,000 streams? Yeah, that was the first song that I put and I marketed right <laughs> um, to push past 50,000 streams. I mean, when I came into music, I didn't really know too much of what I was doing, mm -hmm. but like I kind of had an idea. And I mean, you know, one of the lessons I learned in life is you got two ears and one mouth listen more than you speak. So I kind of just took everything that I learned in stride. And then when I went and recorded Dip and I felt like, you know, this was it for me to kind of get more out there with more music, I just dropped it. And I love just did it. my thing. So wait, let's start back a little bit. Let's backtrack. So you said when you first, when you wanted to go into music. So when did you first find a passion for music? Like when did you know you wanted to be an artist? Like I said, it was, it was after like, you know, my pivotal breakup that kind of wanted to do music mm -hmm. um, that kind of inspired me. Cause I was really like emotional. Um, I would say like angry and bitter is the words I would use at the time. Um, so with that, I kind of just used that as a driving point, but I've been around music my whole entire life. You know, I had cousins, aunties, they did choir, you know what I'm saying? They sang That's always a good like, start. Yeah, but like, I never did that. Like, I always felt like if I was to pursue music, I was like a copycat. Right. So like, I wanted to do something different, like go to the military or like, try to be a scientist or something like that. <laughs> but life, you know, just took me into a completely different direction. And, you know, honestly, I'm grateful for it. I like it. I like it. So you're in the, I guess you would call him the Generation Z category, like yeah. the new age, yeah, the baby, the teeny boppers. So what's your thoughts on where the music industry is going as a whole? Cause you know, you're like in the, the newer generation, the, I guess the 2000 babies. Y'all yeah. are literally changing up the sound. We were going into the direction with like mumble music, the mumble rap game. Now it's going back into like trap mumble gang. So how do you feel like the music industry is going for you? Well, I'm not a rapper. Let's just get that I out. I know, but we're still doing. Now y'all doing this thing called but trap r and Yeah, yeah. But I've hanged around enough rappers and like other people, you know, of my similar style to kind of know like we're reaching a weird like crossroads. There's not enough like artist development anymore. You know, it's like, oh, he's got like 10 million followers and can sell like maybe five shows like out or whatever. Yeah, sign them. You know, they're not thinking like if that person really can connect with the fan base on a personal level or if the content that they're really putting out is even good. Cause like, I mean, you gotta think about it. Like 
10 million songs gets uploaded to Spotify like every single day. Right. Not to be funny or make it seem like I'm better than everybody else, but I'm pretty sure 90% of it is trash. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest. But I say that to Spoke say- like a true artist. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But like, I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm better than anybody. Like I said, you know, like anything in life, you're always constantly learning. So I say that to say, um, just we're kind of reaching a place like, it's not really it to just make anything anymore, you mm -hmm. know, something with substance, a story to tell, you know, an actual story, right. not something that's just fabricated and based off of lies. I'm not going to say no names, but, <laughs> you he know. over here throwing jazz <laughs> all on the mic. I just, mean, and I mean, it's, it's pretty big people, so that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying no uh, names. Yeah, but, no, let's, <laughs> not, let's not burn over to the <laughs> show. But <laughs> it's, you know, but that's just my opinion. But I feel like with authenticity and keeping it real, that's what always wins in the end. Right, right. Do you indulge a lot in social media? Because I noticed, like, on your, with your social media platform, you really just keep it all about the music. You're not, like, trying to floss, trying to be all up there doing yeah, the kite challenge. Yeah, I'm not really, like, into that. I'm just trying to keep it about the music and just kind of, like, about me as a person. So, you know, like, just embracing my art and kind of just embracing life. That's kind of, like, what I want to do. And where that takes me, like... I kind of want people to roll with me. Like, I want to be the definition of life, you know, twists and turns, roller coasters, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You never know what you're going to expect from me. Right. You know? So what's been the most embarrassing moment you've went through so far as an artist? None. Nothing? Nothing that I can really honestly think of. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I really think I wasn't going to be good in this interview, but <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, no, no embarrassing moment so far. And, you know, not You're still wood, fresh. But Give it yeah. a few more years. <laughs> Were you pulling up to a red carpet and then the, the music is going something crazy like that? So I noticed, like, at home, I, well, on your social media, you were posting a lot about, um, the protest, protest in 2020 and everyone at home, we've been talking about it for going on two years now. 2020 was a horrible year, especially for the black community with um, the coronavirus, with police uh, brutality, with all of the lives that we've lost. And we want to send a rest in peace to all of the lives we've lost at the hands of police brutality, everybody we've lost with the coronavirus. I noticed with your platform, you were talking about uh, talking about it a little bit. So were you still able to get in the studio and record during that time? Did you um, learn anything I, new about yourself? I was still um, new about myself, no. Um, I come from a political family. My uncle was actually deputy mayor of uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. Rest in peace, Uncle Kai Billy. Rest in um, peace. But, you know, I've always kind of want to give myself to like greater causes. And I was actually out in Minnesota, like at the time, like all of this started. Like I remember Corona hit, I'm doing music. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, like it came out of nowhere. I'm trying to like, you know, get shows going for myself and then Corona hit. So I'm like, dang, working at McDonald's. Not it. <laughs> my boy hits me up like, yo, come out to, you know, Minnesota. You know, I see you doing your thing. Like, come out here, show some love out here, make some connections. You'll go far. I'm like, cool. So I get out there. Then the riots happen. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually go in the studio and record. I felt like if I did, I was be like leeching off the situation. That's how I felt, mm -hmm. like me personally. Mm -hmm. But... And I felt like I would have been more useful actually being out there right. than like just making a song. You wouldn't That's be just, out there on the front line. I mean, like I said, like I'm very passionate about stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, a lot of artists, you know, 
again, they talk like a certain lifestyle or they preach about, you know, doing these things, but are any of them really like living it? That's the thing. And even if you I- You mean with the mainstream artists? Yeah, mainstream, but, even indie too. Like, you know, just, are any of y'all just really like about, you know, really helping the people or right. actually doing well, something? Well, Lil Baby has done a lot. Yeah, Lil Baby, yeah, Lil Baby for sure, honestly. He has really turned into shout like- Shout out to him, for Yeah, real. shout out. He done worked the West End Mall and mm -hmm. was out there protesting, dropped that song that got the Grammy, so. Yeah, yeah like right. he definitely like, but that's I agree. what I'm saying. I agree, I feel like, and I'm not trying to, you know, burn bridges, but. <laughs> Y'all have major platforms. Some of y'all have millions of followers. Speak up. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> so, um, in other world news, everyone at home, Brother R. Kelly has been going through some uh, very trying things right now. He was just indicted on racketeering charges and sex trafficking charges. The black community have been talking about it. Matter of fact, the entire community has been talking about it. The million dollar question is, should we still be playing his music or should we not because of what he's doing? But he's gave us so many songs. I remember he made a little message a little while ago that all of the 2000 babies were here because of him and their parents listening to his music. <laughs> so. I mean, that might be a fact, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, it's, it's a very dark situation and it's really sad for everybody involved, but I don't know. I feel like we don't really separate the artist from their art. And that's not even just with music, like that also applies to like, you know, television, you know, the whole Bill Cosby situation and everything else in between. So we don't really like give people who reach that caliber of status, like a fair chance as far as like their art is concerned, not them as a person. Mm -hmm. Let me just get that out the way. But I feel like, yeah, like, you know, if you really like his music, not him as a person, but like his music, listen to it. I mean, isn't it making him money? Yeah, debatable. But I mean, people don't like what they like at the end of the day. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. Spoken like a true voice of tomorrow. Can we give him a little bit of love, y'all, for the effort? Well-spoken vibes for me. So what's next? What are you what are you giving us with your music career? We about to jump into 2022. Hopefully we have we don't have to do more, no more protests and you don't have to get out there and, and you know let yeah. my people go. You can get into the studio. Right, sounding like Moses. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um what's next for me right now? I'm working on a mixtape. It's gonna be called the Hero Mixtape. Um basically kind of like chicks tape vibes, you know what I'm saying? Some good samples that's gonna be in it, cleared obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and just continuing telling my story of just, you know, a young kid that's like trying to connect the present, the past and the future, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times, you know, there's real disconnect, especially like with my generation and looking at like, you know, those who are older and those who are we supposed to look to as authority. Right. Um, there's a real disconnect because I feel like a lot of times it's just like, oh, I'm older. Like I gotta get that automatic respect. And I grew up like, you have to like earn respect in order to like, you know, give respect type deal. Right. But yeah, that's that's my next plan, you know, drop my mixtape. And when are we getting the mixtape? Um, 
To be determined. To but be determined. To be determined. <laughs> to be determined. It's still in the lab. We're still, still cooking. Yeah, we're still cooking. Okay. You know, okay. We already know. Are you going to give us any features with other independent artists or mainstream artists? I'm actually or trying. Or mainstream producers? Mainstream producers, I'm open for. Um, indie artists, I'm open for. But definitely, um, after I drop my Hero mixtape, I am going to gear towards um, possibly a Tory Lanez feature, for sure. Yes. Shout out to Tori Lane. Shout out to Tori We Lanes. love him. Yes. Yes, that's... Holla at me. Yes, holla at him. That is definitely feasible. We actually had an artist, Elijah Banks, who was on the show a few weeks ago, who got a single coming out with Tori Lane's. Don't know if I was supposed to say that, but I did say it. So we're going to wrap it up. We did not get rid of Hot Seat Questions. It is still on All in the Mic. So we're going to throw some Hot Seat Questions at you, and then we're going to get the garage open and see what you got okay. for us today. Hot Seat Questions on All in the Mic. Favorite wing flavor? Uh, I would say barbecue. <laughs> okay. What's the first thing you notice on a woman? Her eyes. Beautiful. Have you ever got caught cheating? Twice. <gasps> <laughs> I'm not perfect. Like twice. But I hope my music is. <laughs> like, like, we'll take that. Quote. We'll take that. Who is the baddest chick in the game? Answer this honestly. Yes. Uh, I would say Mulatto for sure. Big Lotto, good friend in the show. Big energy all right now on all platforms. Run it up. What porn site are you watching? It's a little personal. I mean, you know, shout out to the hub, you know. Yes, honey. Fun nights. Bring the Casamigos too. When's the last time you got scammed out of some money? Last summer. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you ain't been in Atlanta long enough. You start here. Oh quite, no, I'm not getting scammed no more. You stay here in Atlanta. You bound to get scammed. <laughs> Have you ever thought about smashing your friend's girlfriend? Nah, I I'm not that kind of guy. No. Like okay. I get you know it's weird. Like I got caught cheating, but like I won't do but that. But you won't smash the whole Yeah, girl. like there's levels to this. Like <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's levels to cheating. Yeah. Okay. I, I, guess, I, guess, yeah, I guess. It sounds a little toxic, but I'm loyal. I promise. <laughs> Do you have a foot fetish? No. 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 You're still young. Give me about ten more years. Plug no. in. <laughs> plug in your social media links. Where can I buy? Follow you at. Uh, everybody, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real King Indie. That's I N D I. Both same thing. Check me out. The kid on all platforms. He got the EP is on the way. Follow him on all platforms. Another great episode of All on the Mic. Should I say the first episode? Who cares? Make sure you watch. Follow me on all platforms at Carisha Diva, your only media queen, giving you the best interviews in the industry. Everyone at home, stay fabulous, stay blessed. Peace. All right, so you can go on back. It's a crazy thing, I wanna stay, but I gotta go. It's just something that I gotta know. Overdose, we do the most, going coast to coast. You don't wanna know. Overdose, we do the most, and she says the coast. I just gotta know. Overdose. We do the most, flying coast to coast. You don't wanna go, overdose. Don't sell your soul, keep in control. You don't wanna know, you don't know.